Hi, it's Belisa, and you can call me Vels if you want. And this is another special episode of the Everybody Hates HR podcast. Ooh, it is a special episode. It's one that we said we were going to do. It is one we said we were going to do. Commitment, dedication, and we're doing Follow it. Follow through. Mm-hmm. That's what we did. Mm-hmm. Oh, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. We are discussing just the weird, wonderful, and random employment laws that exist around the world. Some that I probably want implemented in the UK yeah. and some that we don't miss want me. <laughs> <laughs> miss me and never come to the UK, basically. Do you want um, to kick us off? Well, if I'm kicking us off, you know which one I'm going to start with. Yeah, should I kick us off? <laughs> you can kick us off. I can kick us off. It, okay, so my With the triggering one. Yes, my favorite one <laughs> is from the country Japan. So in Japan, there is a national law that permits companies to measure the waistlines of employees between the ages of forty and seventy-four to identify health risks such as diabetes and obesity. If employees are over the recommended size, they are given a diet guide for six months and governments can legally find companies if they do not adhere to this law. That's that's wicked. That's wicked. Like, it's nice to be... And also, why is it over 40 only? I guess because, like, the older you get, the more... more yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Imagine you give, like, you're 70, you're still working and someone's telling you to lose weight. I mean, they're doing it. They have your best interest at heart. They do have your best interest at heart. But leave me alone. Imagine the kind of diet you have to do when you're 39. (laughs) (laughs) Just to make sure. Just to make sure you don't have to face embarrassment. You're 39, six months to your 40th birthday. You've got a few pounds to shed. And you don't want to end up in the HR's office. I'm telling you about how to lose weight. And the average um, waistline in Japan is what? 33 inches. For for men, they say you have to get that diet plan if it's over 33 and a half inches. So for women, it will be smaller. No, it's more because obviously sometimes we can be, I don't know. A bit more curvy. Yeah. So it's 35 inches. And I ain't even try. Listen. Lola, don't come and broadcast your business. Nah, this is not. If I ever come and tell you my waistline, it's because I'm exactly where I want to be. That's the kind of person that I am. I remember when I had the 26 inch waist. Yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) When I was in my Joni Topshop jeans, Uh no one could tell me nothing. But yeah, so they, they, yeah, they can basically tell you to lose weight and give you a plan. But I want to know what happens if you don't follow the plan. Well, companies can be fined, so... No, but that's if the, if the government, if the company doesn't do it. But if you're you're the employee... Yeah. I've been given it, and you don't do it. Disciplinary. <laughs> Disciplinary. Oh, that is... that is that, At least it's only a waste that I was saying. It's actually probably better than using something like BMI. Yeah, that's true. That would, that would work against black people to the yeah, highest exactly. degree. Exactly. <laughs> so it's fine, even if you've got a, if you've got a fat ass... <laughs> But a small waist, you're, you're all good. So if you've got big boobs, but you've got a small waist. It's okay. And you can be in a music video. <laughs> I, I appreciate it, but just not for me. Yeah, no, if they bought that here, yeah, I'd write it. That would be the one that I'd be like, yeah. unless, unless, if I was, <laughs> this is the kind of person I am, this toxicity. If I was below the threshold when they bought it in, I'd be like, okay, no, you know what? Yeah, yeah. people's oh, best health interest. Yeah. If I was above it, I would say this is a, this is a human rights. <laughs> How dare you? But yeah, I think that's crazy. Imagine if they had that in the UK. People would... People in the UK need it because, uh, I mean, 
fair play to Japan because obesity is not a thing like that there. I mean, they have sumo wrestlers. But in the UK, our obesity rates are very high. Yeah, I was going to do that thing. You know, when they're like, I was going to all lives matter, what I say, but not, like, not as bad as the US. <laughs> We're not as bad as the US, <laughs> but yeah, it's still really high. So maybe that is something that we should have here. Maybe. I feel like people would, it'd be the kind of thing that they would discuss on um what's that obc and stuff yeah obc <laughs> and G, G, gb news all that <laughs> yeah. stuff in there it'd be piers morgan talking about like oh people be like people are saying it's fat phobic and other people will be saying someone will get you know bring up lizzo that's the one they always use it's true it? it's true like that's crazy um, yeah. I, so are we for or against this being implemented in the uk I'm for it, you know. Mm. I'm for it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stand against. But ask me ask me in six months. Okay. Might be four. Fair. <laughs> I might be four. Okay. I've got um one from Belgium. Mm-hmm. So in Belgium, all employees when they have one year service are allowed to take a career break. Right? So and and your job is guaranteed and you're protected from dismissal and you get paid an allowance to do it. So let's say you've been at your job one year, you want to go traveling and you're like, obviously the whole thing is, oh, do I want to leave my job? Will I get enough when I come back? No. In Belgium, everyone is allowed to have it after one year service. You don't have to give any specific reason and your job is protected. Mm. And there's additional like kind of money that you get if it's like for parental or caring leave. But as standard, you get around like 350 euros a month. Oh, it's not bad. Not Something. Do you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's decent. If you've planned it well and like you've saved and then you're and still getting that, that's and not I bad. And I stand this one year, but you can negotiate with your employer to have anything up to five years off. Up to five? Five years. Whilst getting paid. And I don't think it affects your unemployment benefits. Like I think you can still get... Oh, really? Like, well, not unemployment, but you can still get other benefits. Oh. Like, crazy, isn't it? That's a really good one. I think they should have it here. I don't know about... The pay part, I don't think that would fly as much, but I definitely think after one year, you should be able to get at any time, you should be able to have like a career break and have your job protected. Yeah, I don't know how that works for small businesses, but yeah, um, but actually, you just cover a fixed term, isn't it? Yeah, you could do like, um, I don't know who pays though. I think the pay comes from the government and not the employer. I think, um, at John Lewis, we were allowed to take career breaks for how long? A year. Um, from the... From you just weren't working. So you still had your discount and stuff, but you weren't working. Mm. But from day one, I didn't like, or you have to have certain oh, service. Oh gosh, I can't remember what the... you. It was certain service, but I can't remember how many years it was. Mm. But you did get it and it was quite good, especially as, you know, being young and finding your first like full-time mm. role and being unsure if you still want to keep that one. one. Did, no, I left just before I think I was entitled to one. Yeah. My friend did though. She did hers, but she never went back. Oh, could you go back and work somewhere? Could you, can you work somewhere else? I don't know if you can work somewhere else during this period with the Belgian one. Oh, well, yeah, you can work somewhere else. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Open for yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's actually very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, that's, I think you can do that if you know that people generally like working for you. Because if not, they'll just take the time off, look for another job and then... It's true. Come back. That, well that's what my friend did yeah what do you really have to lose do you know what i mean you'll get someone especially when you have like shift work and a lot of people like there's always someone else will cover yeah hours, yeah 16 yeah yeah it's true and then um where i am now i, I think you it's a, a year or maybe two and then you can take a sabbatical for a year mm. yeah i'd love to take a sabbatical but i don't know what i would do i think i would because 
When I say travel, I would have to travel, not just have a holiday and come back. Because holiday... No, you'd have to be away for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. If I had a sabbatical, I'd do that and I'd relax. And I don't know, I feel like I would end up busying myself. I think so. Mm, I don't like that for me, actually. But like, just like a three months. Just like a three months. I can... Yeah. I like that law, though. Yeah, I like it. I think it's come here. We have all this flexible work and stuff, but it's not that flexible. They just say it's flexible. Um, I saw an interesting one. Oh, do you want to go again? You go first. Okay. So one that I like, (laughs) (laughs) and if you've been listening to the pod, you'll be like, of course, Belisa likes this one. So in Germany, employees hired by the German Labour Ministry can only work nine to five with managers being banned from contacting employees outside of these hours. Did we speak about it? It's like the right to disconnect, right? Yeah. So that's if you work in the gym for the German Labour Authority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I like it. But I love that. I like it. I've worked my eight hours and now my manager is banned from contacting me outside of those hours. But do you know what? Yeah, that must, in an, emer- in an emergency situation... That must be pretty hard because obviously everyone has a manager except the person at the top of the organization. That's true. But so, then if it's really that important, it's going to the right place. Yeah, but let's say you're the CEO or the mm-hmm. whatever. That means that you in theory can't contact anyone. The CFO or the or the CCO or the C That's you know that's I mean? actually true. It has to maybe it's at a certain level. Maybe it doesn't include board execs. Maybe. Maybe because I can imagine that or maybe at that level they don't care. I feel like maybe it's a law in place. Well, it's not a law, but for that company. But people still ignore it. As in, like, they will still deal with stuff, but just without contacting somebody that may have been able to help them outside of working hours. Yeah, that's what people should do. If you care that much about it. It's true, you do it. it, You do it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Tell me about it tomorrow. Exactly. And most things are not urgent enough that they need to be, like, done. They need to be done now. Like, they're just not. People are just jobs worth sometimes they just want to yeah but i think that would be good if we had it as well but i think there is some definite practicalities around it but maybe what you'd have to do is because you know in tech there's a lot of like customer support and application support people mm-hmm. let's say that like, you have like an, some sort of app or whatever they you have to have people that are on call outside of that so, so sometimes they do on call allowances so mm-hmm. maybe that's what you do if you have a job where someone may need to contact you outside of hours, you have to pay some pay them an on call allowance. I think that makes sense. And even so. if no one calls you, you still get the allowance. Yeah, I think that makes sense because you can't just take all my time. Yeah, do I mean so? It's weird. Or maybe there's a, like I'm thinking about it practically. There must be like a certain grade of emergency where then it's okay, like an actual emergency. Do you know what? I just feel like unless it's life or death, is it? Mm really like when you work for a company if it's not life or death is it really 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 something that needs mm. to be dealt with at the 11 is, at night most companies know but there will be especially if you work in an international environment there'll be something where like a deal like or something is riding on it and obviously that deal may pay people if you don't get it, it could lead to bigger things you know what i mean so I think it has to be a certain category of emergency. I think I would have it here, but I would also be really pissed, you know, you're jumping back into my capitalist employer bag. If, for instance, you were the one that was supposed to do something, like you have an employee supposed to do something and you don't have visibility of it, then it 
something bad happens and they haven't handed it back. Do you know what I mean? And you're the only person who knows. And obviously you shouldn't yeah. have single points. But then maybe it would encourage people to work better. Like maybe, um, it might be a bit annoying, but maybe every um, every day at 4.30, you have a brief yeah. handover with your manager just in case that stuff happens. Mm. And then you really have to think about how you navigate and collaborate with people during your nine to five. And you shouldn't have single points of failure anyway. There shouldn't yeah. be anyone where they're not around. I had a situation like that with a client recently and it was really annoying. I had to wait for someone to come back who's away for three weeks just so I could get something and there's nobody else who could give it to me. Um, but yeah, I think I think it would do that. And it means that when people resign, if you're regularly catching up with them and you kind of know what's going on, it will be less of a scramble to get somebody else because you will have been kept up to date of what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. So I think it would be good because I just think it would allow people to think a bit more as well. Like, would, do I actually need to contact that person? Mm. No, mm. I there, don't. There was somewhere else. Oh, no, I'm thinking about something else. But there was somewhere where you have to pay like a fine or something. But that might be as well. If you contact somebody, you There's have to pay a fine. But it has to be a substantial fine. Do you know what I mean? If it's like a thousand pounds, and the employee should get to participate, that's how we should do it. If your manager contacts you, they should have to pay, the company should have to pay a fine, and half of that fine should go to you, and half of it should go to the fining authority. I love that because people just think more yeah, before be they like, do. Yeah, they worth 500 pounds. Yeah. And if it is, then fine. But if not, then. See you tomorrow. There we go. Yeah. There we go. We're, we're solving all the problems. They should. The government should hire us to consult because. They should. We're doing too much for free. <laughs> Okay, so in Italy, apparently, it is not acceptable to terminate someone for poor performance. That that's not a statutory acceptable reason. Poor performance. So what should I terminate them for? If not poor performance, it has to be something else. There's like there's there's reasons. You know, like in the UK, we have the reasons. You know that you can terminate someone, and then the last one is what some other substantial reason or whatever they call it. But yeah, in Italy, it's not poor performance. It's not one. Do you know what? I find it interesting, and I'm not saying because I'm not a xenophobe, but like some people always say <laughs> <laughs> before they throw out something. Yeah, I know. But like, I find it really interesting that a lot of like big companies do then go to these smaller European countries and build offices, and then like when these sorts of employment laws are brought to the surface, they're like, oh my god like we can't do this mm. we can't do that it's like why didn't you research before are, you put your office there there are some company there are some countries where people typically will avoid like i think any company i know that ever went to france they had to go there they weren't they weren't they were never there by choice mm-hmm. companies that go to the netherlands they are there because they have a customer base or because maybe they need a specific type of talent or they need mm. that language no one goes to these places by choice like that's why everyone goes to Ireland because they make everyone taxes. loves yeah, Ireland. They love Ireland. And the employment law is manageable. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know it's what I mean? like, they yeah. And I'm like, don't you want people to come to your country? Now that I know that, I could never willingly go to poor performance. That's the kind of thing that will cripple your company. That's what I'm saying. Like, why wouldn't you research before you go and put a whole office? They must be not one companies. or two people. A whole office yeah, in places like I, that. I, I would bet money. I haven't seen the stats, but that you see, an island has a long, a uh, big influx of um, foreign companies. Mm-hmm. I bet it's, Italy's not like that unless they need to be in Italy. Why would you yeah, go there? Yeah. That's, that's, that's true. That's how I feel about the Netherlands. It's I can like having done work in the Netherlands, I could never, I could never 
establish any sort of business there. That's how I feel about France. Yeah, it's the same. No, yeah. I, I feel I would rather actually go to France. Would you? I would rather. Oh, go to every time I have a case in France, wherever I'm working, I'm like, this is going to be so hard. Like, it's the employment. I thought, you know, the UK is employee friendly. Some of these European countries are more than employee friendly. They are employee family. Like, they're not even like <laughs> the, the the Dutch government. Yeah, the kind of rules that they put in place, it's just like they don't want innovation like you mm, actually don't want good things mm. you just you just don't want good things <laughs> and also there's i can't even but it's like they have all these rules and so much bureaucracy but they don't have the people to do it so it takes them so long to do everything why wouldn't you just make less bureaucracy so that you don't have to you're not going to recruit more people you and it makes more work for them yeah. and they don't have electronic systems i had to send something to um, one of these labor authorities and one of the options that one of the common options to send it was fax do you know what fax. i've noticed in EMEA there's so many countries where things have to be sent via fedex post like fax letters i'm like why can't i just send an email and literally the law is like no you cannot send an email you have to send a letter you can duplicate and and send an email yes yes Uh, i had one in um in croatia and everything had to be recorded like even the invite to the disciplinary had to be a recorded fedex delivery i'm just like I just, I, I can't get it. Yeah. It's very much. They don't bring that law here. <laughs> yeah, don't no. bring that law here. No, the poor performance one, no. That would be hell. That would be absolute people hell. Would be lo- people would be taking the piss. <laughs> they would actually be taking the piss. People will do whatever they want. That would be it. We'd be but finished. Honestly, they must have come up with, I don't even know how that works practically. They must have come up with another way. Or you must have to just pay them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You must have to just pay them. This is This is not conducive to getting foreign investment. This is, Anyway, Italy's not doing well anyway, so. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it's related or not. Hi, guys. This is a interruption to tell you to like, comment and subscribe on our YouTube channel, our Spotify, our Apple Music, our TikTok and our Instagram. So in, I like this, in the Philippines, Mm -hmm. um, there is a legislation that requires employers to pay a 13th pay. So after you're 12, a 13th, a yearly bonus equivalent to the employee salary that is noted by the government as a mandatory benefit. So it's basically a, a mandatory bonus, month the 13th pay. That is equivalent to the employee's salary. Yeah, for the month. Yeah, let me know. Yeah. I would love that. So you get one twelfth on top. Just as, And a lot of com- countries do it, but I don't think it's mandatory, but they also do it around Christmas. Imagine how lovely that is. That's true. In December, just getting that extra thing. But you know what? I think it's for us. It's it feels special. But for them, when you're used to it, it's just norm. It's just normal. So it's like divide. So what companies do? The companies that I've seen, it's like your, let's say your pay is fifty, yeah, and then they just divide that by thirteen, and then you get twelve, and then you get the thirteenth payment at the end. So people just see it as like. As you would if it's mandatory, this is a part of your compensation. Mm. Whereas for us, <laughs> if they brought it to us, we would it would feel very special to us. That'd be so nice. Year, but then after that, yeah, you get used to it. <laughs> yeah, but that would be so nice. That's Imagine like, getting like another extra month. It would be lovely, and mm. then I think you can even get a bonus on top. 
that'd be delightful. That'd be nice. But you know what it is, yeah? Like, we're very ungrateful as people, just as everyone. So the first year, you'll be like, oh, this is great. Second year, this entitlement would just be, it'd be it's true. terrible. It's, it's like true. when, I don't know if you ever had a company that closed for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, over that Christmas yeah. and New Year period. The first year, it's like, oh my God, like, these three extra days, like, everyone's going to be off, it's so nice. And by the time it's like the second year, even if you're not going to do it again, like, people are like, oh, so we're not closing for Christmas. We're not, we're not closing for Christmas. <laughs> People have decided that they they ha- they haven't they've used up all the annual leave days and not booked those. Yeah, and then they're looking at you like, well, I thought we was gonna close. Entitlement. Yeah, but I love that Philippines law. Like it's, we need that. Mm. Like it'd be, like you said, it would be nice to have a bonus, but then have that on top. Yeah, just to know that in December. The closest we have is when they pay you early in December. And I hate say, being paid early in December. Do, do you know, um, some com- some companies give you a choice. I didn't know that. They were like, oh, when do you want to get paid? You can choose smaller companies. Mm. But I think just assuming that everyone wants to get paid early, people, some people are managing their money. Yeah, so I don't want to be paid. paid early. I hate that stretch between um, December and January, mm. especially because like, my birthday is in December. My brother is born on the same day as me. Mm. I didn't and, know that. Yeah, and then it's like Christmas as well. I'm so so it's can just, we just pause? I would be livid. I was livid. <laughs> I was twelve. I would be livid. Yeah, I was twelve, and my mum was like, she came into my room. She was like, "Oh, happy birthday!" And she was like, "Oh, I think I'm in labour." I was like, "You better, go, you better, you better wait twenty four hours." <laughs> Literally, and then I still had to go to school as well. I was just like, "What is this?" Like. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'll be so... Upset. Yeah. Can, you, can you not hold it? He was supposed to come on Boxing Day and he came on my birthday. I was like, what the hell is this? There's... um, That's happening in Modern Family. Did you ever watch Modern um, Family? So... Okay. I'm watching Modern Family at the moment. Okay. So... I won't even tell you who. I won't tell you who. Well, so I've I've just... um. Oh, what's his name now? Oh gosh. Who? Which one? The baby that's just been born in where I'm watching... Which baby? Whose baby? I don't want to ruin anything. I've been so bad with names. What's wrong with me? Okay, the dad, the, the granddad, but dad. Yeah. Yeah, and the Spanish yeah. Colombian. Oh, the, the what's their name? Jack. Um. What's the song called? Got he's got his like Spanish. Colombian name. Yeah. yeah. He's got, I can't remember his name. But yeah, I've yeah. just I've just met him not too long ago. Yeah, so that's what happened. He was born on Manny's birthday. Oh yeah, yeah. He was born yeah. on Manny's birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I so, love Manny. But yeah. Who who is this, we need to carry? He's my favorite. Here. But yeah, there's 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 a real answer. There's two there's two answers that I'll accept. Okay, why am I forgetting his name? But he's my favorite. Who describe the big one in the gay couple? Cam. Cam okay, is Cam. Cam makes me belly laugh. <laughs> I really like Mitch. T. Yeah, but the best character in that whole thing is Phil. Feels hilarious. Feel dumpy. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> he's so I actually love him. He's so stupid. <laughs> he's just the best. <laughs> so stupid. He's just the best. Like I, uh, he would. I think he'll be a good dad and a good husband. Yeah, he is a good dad and no, husband. No, but I mean, like, I feel like I wouldn't feel like. Oh, how careful! If I was gonna get no, nah, she she loves him. But if I was gonna get with a guy that's not my type, it would be him. <laughs> if I was gonna get with a nerdy guy, it'd be like him. He's so silly. Him and his son. What's the Luke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We digress, but anyway. What's he talking about? The thirteenth month. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was just saying like it would be nice in December to to get that. But yeah. you know, alas, this country is bad vibes. But they'll say I'm entitled, but <laughs> the vanish vibes. Do you know what I mean? Vibes. We're not getting that. So we have to talk we'll have to have another episode where we talk about that Scottish baby box. Because <laughs> yeah. I was I didn't even have baby and I was so triggered. We'll talk about another episode, guys. 
go on tiktok oh gosh um next one there's one in china okay so china has protective legislation that focuses on the biological differences between men and women Mm -hmm. this gender bias prevents women from working in in inverted in quotation marks um physically challenging jobs such as mining and logging whilst also placing a burden on employers who hire women but what if i want to do that there's restrictions maybe the restrictions mean that you will or you won't be able to do them but yeah they they say that those jobs are for men and that's so crazy to me right now because obviously we live in yeah we live in but yeah there's you literally you can't hire women for certain jobs they said i wonder if there's any that you can't hire men for then but i mean that's just pissing me off because i know they'll say no they'll say that men can do everything that's true that's crazy isn't it i guess in theory they're saying women should have a soft life Mm, but some of those things require machinery so it's really operating machinery isn't it yeah it's not all that everyone that's mining that's carrying log on their back or coal or whatever they're mining but i guess those are the roles that they're saying no they can't do yeah i don't know anything more than what i've just read about it i mean it's interesting yeah i i understand it but i don't know how i feel about it in the uk the, the only time you're allowed to kind of specify a specific gender for a role is where that has some sort of bearing so for instance you could choose to you could say that you only want a woman to be the toilet attendant for women mm-hmm. in women's toilet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you know what i mean it has to have a specific purpose or like you need a certain number of for instance female officers to search mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all the other kind of stuff so mm. um yeah but apart from that like you just can't i think that's good though like why should women be restricted like if you don't want to do it you don't want to do it but yeah but I think why it's should crazy. yeah why should women be restricted but is, it, is this one of those things where it's one of those times where we're fighting for what we shouldn't be fighting for a hundred percent because me personally <laughs> i i could live with that law personally but it's because i don't have any desire to mine, exactly mine or log or do anything yeah if i was a if i was a woman who did have that desire then i would feel yeah maybe aggrieved by it but also i'm really a fan of not fighting for things that yeah like if if there was a law that said your partner has to earn um 200k and you have to uh, women have to be we have to spend uh, the money yeah we have to spend (laughs) the money and not work more than 10 hours a week i'm all for that law (laughs) 10 hours it's like it's a day and a half (laughs) oh really yeah i don't i don't want to i don't want to fight things that i don't care yeah 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 but everyone should have the freedom to pick and choose if they want to get down a day or not or not yeah but yeah. that's feminism isn't it or it's a brand of feminism that's like it's like we have the cho- we have the choices yeah so thanks wanna, suffragettes no but it's like it's good it's, if we want to do it we can do it if we don't we don't it's like women you know if we want to go to work we should have that choice if we want to stay at home we should have that choice no one should get judged for either and if you want to do mining and logging then you should be able to i don't know why you want to do that personally but for some people maybe they want to do that for some women they want to carry log on their back. I mean, good for them. Maybe the one, maybe it's the woman from Encanto. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if they told her that she couldn't do what she. It's true. Doing. It's true. Should we do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, so in Portugal, it is illegal to fire an employee 
Employers can offer incentivized resignation benefits and hope the employee agrees as there is no termination period. So what what do you have to do to fight? So you just have to keep offering them. I think so. I'm not going to lie. It's it's given Netherlands. (laughs) Well, what did Sully say in Top Boy? Don't beg. It's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Portugal, don't beg. It's disgusting. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. How... It's so crazy because obviously we have our norm and what we think is like normal, but in other countries they must look at us and think, "What? So your employer can just fire you?" Yeah, they must think we're harsh over here. Then, yeah, I thought we were quite friendly, but did I? But what is because we compare ourselves to the US. Yeah, in comparison to the US, we are like really employee friendly. Yeah, but some of these European countries are putting us to shame. And you know, people are generally happier in those countries. But why? Yeah. Job, that's real job security. You know, you think you have job. That's real job security. We're, we're here hanging on to have two years service. Yeah, there's where there's a will, there's a way. I hit my one year tomorrow, actually. Oh really? Oh, yeah. That's really quickly. Yeah, I've been a working mum for a year, so oh, another mini episode coming. Are you gonna do a little LinkedIn post or? Absolutely not. You oh, know me. On. No. Boring. LinkedIn post. Yeah, like oh, it's my one year anniversary. These are my learnings from my first year as a working mum. Hashtag influencer. <laughs> LinkedIn influencer, that's what they're called. I'm definitely not doing that. Boring. Watch me. Anyway, when I have my kids, you'll see. <laughs> I'll probably, I'm probably going to do nothing. <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah, so I think, I mean, people in Portugal are winning with that law. Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. That's literally how it is in the Netherlands. I, I'll never stop talking about that country. I just never. Basically, if you want to dismiss somebody, you have to get permission from the government. But before you get permission from the government, you basically you do a form. Yeah. Not a form. Yeah, there's a form you need to do. It's called Form A, and in Form A, basically says, "I want to dismiss this person, um, but can I have some?" And this is the reason why. And then you basically get ten days to negotiate with them, and then if they you don't reach an um and a mutual agreement then you have to um do a form b and a form c where you basically have to petition to the government and the government has to grant or not grant it and you're not allowed to do it on the grounds of performance and if it's like redundancy let's say there's two people you have to go for the one with the um shortest service it doesn't matter even if that person is terrible can you just pay them out you can you can pay them to leave but they they don't have to accept it and let's say you're if you're the one that has the sh- the longest service of the two people that could be made redundant, for instance, and you decide not to be paid out, the government will not dismiss them. So they have nothing to lose. So in order for you to do it, you have to really incentivize them. You have to give them like a year's salary or something to make them go. Wow. Honestly, I tell you, when I'm when I'm ready to retire or when I'm ready to start acting a fool, I'm gonna go there. To nevertheless. <laughs> yeah, and I'll just start doing madness. This is why we need our EU or passport. Portugal now, Port- Portugal will be nice. You can't even find. Yeah, me. exactly. Yeah, wow, but yeah, that, that should be the slogan get people to relocate or move. Come that's here, that's true. We won't it's true. No, it's true. Maybe more. I mean, this, I'm just, this one. We need our EU passport. Bloody Brexit, I know. Hey, yeah, I've tried, I've been trying to think if I should, um, you know, trace back my ancestry. Because, so so hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me land, let me land. So, I saw, um, a tweet. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Go on. I want to know where you think this ancestry is going. I saw a tweet. It was two two men, and um, they traced back their ancestry enough to find Irish blood and got an Irish passport. No, but two black men. They were white. 
But listen, if I do a 23 of me, there's some colonization in here, surely. Like, Wait, is it gonna be? I think you need like one grandparent or two, like a great grandparent or something to be eligible. And just, I could be wrong. <laughs> I could be wrong. I could be wrong. If it's a great grandparent, it might have, you know, it might not be, it might not show. It might not show. Like, I'm just, I'm just, by, by looking at you, <laughs> yeah, looking at you, I wouldn't assume. Oh, your beautiful brown skin. I wouldn't assume that maybe you've had that in the. So I'm going to see what I can do and see if I can find some, you know, some Irish blood in there. Maybe some, some Portuguese, you know. Like You're better off just. Being from uh, Sierra Leone, you know, they colonized over there. So maybe. Listen, I was going to say you're better off just trying to marry someone, but to be honest, that's not really going to help you. I mean, Ghana's not going to help me. <laughs> your particular situation. Ghana's not going to help me. So. I think maybe with a, a young 23 and me test. I used to live in Ireland. And so my plan is to, and obviously I've got family there, but just pretend I never left. And I then get the passport. I told them I've been off the grid all this time. And I've been living there since I was nine. Yeah, say so you've just been, well, we shouldn't discuss this on here. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But me personally, I'll be getting my EU passport. I believe in you. Thank I know you. that you'll find a way. Thank you. It's my mission. Anyway, with, with, with on that, that note, <laughs> <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, um, all that good stuff. Um, actually, take time to think about where you're following us. So, if you're following us on TikTok, we're not follow, following us on Instagram. Go over there, YouTube. We're climbing Spotify, Apple, all that stuff. Leave us a review. We're well over a hundred reviews now, and we're at four point nine on Spotify. Woo 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 woo. So leave us a review if you haven't already, or go over to Apple Podcast and count direct that one one star review that we got that one time he will never be forgiven he or she whoever they will never be forgiven it was a man was it a man Mm -hmm. terrible stuff (laughs) that's right guys Bye. bye